Hi guys and welcome back to my podcast. It's me, Arija. Now, I wish I had a name for this podcast because then I would have introduced it properly, but we don't have a name yet, but I'm still thinking of one. So soon enough, I have a name for this podcast, but I do know what this podcast is about and it's about a quarter life crisis. So part of me having a quarter life crisis is feeling like you're not where you should be in life at your particular age. Now, guys, I'm 26. And like I said in my last podcast, I am a social media holic. Like, I love social media. And I'm constantly on Instagram. But the thing about Instagram is that it gives you, like, instant gratification and it gives you, it shows you, like, things so instantly. And, like, you know, it shows you people's lives a lot, like, through pictures and videos and, like... A lot of people obviously showcase the best part of their lives and that's all good and well. But when your life is not necessarily going the same way, you sometimes feel like, you know, you're lacking or you're without when that's not necessarily always the case. It's just that everyone's got their own sort of timing with, you know, with life. And also people are just depicting that the best parts of their life. So some of it are not even true. So, yeah, social media doesn't really help when you're in a quarter-life crisis because, yeah, it's just showing the best parts of people's lives. All right, guys, so not being where you wanted to be in life at this particular age that you're in now, that is a quarter-life crisis in itself. Like, I always... I'm 26, guys, and I've... I, I sometimes feel, I have to be honest with you guys, I will open up in this podcast. I do sometimes feel as though... I'm not necessarily where I thought I would be. Like, you know, when you're like little and you've got like all these plans of like becoming a certain person at a certain age, like, you know, getting married at 27 and meeting the man of your dreams three years before that. And you just sort of got it all calculated and all planned out. Oh, having your dream job by this time and moving out by this time. And it's like, it doesn't always happen like that for everyone. Some people are blessed to actually have that happen for them but other people aren't and it's okay I think this is the point of my podcast that it's okay to be where you're at you know at the time that you're at because I even posted something on Instagram the other day and it said something along the lines of like I'm learning just to relax and take every day as it comes and take life as it comes and like yeah not to be too harsh on myself and know that like there's a season for everything like you know you know things happen and it's okay it's just sort of the notions of life that we go through and it's so important just to relax especially in this world of like social media where there's like instant gratification and like people are like showcasing like the best parts of their lives like literally through pictures and images and and videos and you know 10 second clips like show you that they're doing all well and you know it's, it's all good I'm not hating on social media like I love it like I'm constantly on Instagram and that but sometimes it can make you feel lesser than in a sense like it can make you feel without especially when you're going through something like you're still living in mum's house at the age of 30 there's nothing wrong with that but you know you know if you're you are and then you see someone who's like 20 20 years old who's just got the key to their first mansion because they've got YouTube money then it can kind of make you feel without kind of make you feel lesser than um so yeah the quarter life crisis is a thing guys I know we thought oh sorry (laughs) 
I know we thought I'm getting a bit comfortable in the studio here. I just put my feet up. <laughs> but um, I know we felt, thought that, oh, you know, it's only the midlife crisis and when you're 50. But the quarter life crisis is real, guys. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Especially when it comes to, like, careers and, 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 and jobs and, and not necessarily having the career you want. Like, for me personally, like, I'm not... I don't necessarily want... I think it's... A, is it called a vocational career? Like, you know, the norms of, like, being a teacher and a, and a doctor and all that. Like, yes, I, I... Those people inspire me and I think they're great services to the community. But in terms of me and what I want... I'm more into stardom. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, guys. Like, hence the reason why I'm on this podcast. I'm more into radio careers and presenting and being a speaker and, you know, careers such as those. And in my mind, I've got it that it's going to take me so long of a time to get there. But that might not even... That possibly might not be be the fact of the matter. Um, but my point is, sometimes, you know, when you're in a... When you're in around your 20s, and you want a career like that that's so so competitive it's like you feel like you're so away from it like you're not you're not quite there yet and and, and it's just it it kind of does pressurize you because it makes you feel like especially with cultural and social pressures makes you feel like oh should you change your course of your life then should you change careers and should you just go go to like vocational um careers and do the norm and do what your parents expect you and do what your culture expects you and society expects you to do or should you still fight for your career and fight for what you you believe in and and you know you know chase your dreams um because that's something that I'm doing and I'm actually uh, attending um a competition tomorrow and um, funny enough um there's a competition with the BBC it's called the new voices and they're looking for people to get into radio and you have to say like a, a 60 second story of anything of anything of your choice and yeah I'm going I'm going to do that and I'm I'm even here doing a podcast so I'm just always chasing my dreams guys but it's not necessarily the easiest thing to do because it's like you don't know where it's going to lead you or when it's going to lead you you know to the right place at the right time but you just have to sort of go with the motion I'll give you a little snippet at the end of my 60 second um, story I'm probably going to practice here as well oh marriage and relationships I sort of touched upon that but guys I'm not I'm not always when it comes to marriage and relationships so I don't really have much to say about that but all I know is that you know you know there's 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 this pressure this cultural pressure should I say I'm going to speak on behalf of the of my culture I'm Congolese right so I'm African I'm from Congo I was born in Congo but I was raised up here in in England I actually came here when I was like 18 months old and in my culture trust me marriage is a thing like marriage is such a big thing and you're expected I'm not I have to say, disclaimer, my mum doesn't actually pressure me that much and my parents don't actually pressure me that much. If anything, the pressure for having a good education and higher education is is even more so in my household. But in terms of my culture in general, we view marriage as such a big thing and, like, you know, marrying at a young age. Like, if you're past a certain age and you're not married, it's kind of... You're kind of looked down upon a little bit, I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, so it's a big thing because, like, we have, like, this huge huge ceremony when it comes to to getting married and, and things like that and yeah guys just want to say this another disclaimer I've got a 10 minute timer that is right in front of me 
and um, Freddie told me that I have to speak for 10 minutes straight and I think I'm getting there guys I'm almost there the time is almost up but yeah so I'll end it with this note that yeah it doesn't matter like where you are in life Um, actually I don't want to end it I like talking (laughs) it's actually fine Um, so yeah the marriage thing um, yeah yeah there's a lot of pressures to get married at a young age even if you're not married at a young age, and because you know, obviously life happens, and you don't necessarily stick with the same per your childhood sweetheart. You know, you know, you can easily like go. You know, things can change and things can happen. So it's all right. Yeah, I think what I'm trying to say is that even if you feel so much pressure coming from society or coming from family or just coming from just the general general life, really, it's it's okay to be where you are at this specific time because like, you're right on time sort of thing. I'm not trying, trying to say that, you know, give up on your dreams and just sit there and not do anything. Like, obviously, go to work and, you know, be the best that you can be and stuff. But, you know, just know that there's a time for everything. And as long as you're being persistent and you're having a positive attitude, you know, good things are coming your way, really. All right, so with a quarter-life crisis, one thing that can affect it is well-being and, like, you know your well-being at 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 the time you might we always dream about us you know as a young as a young girl anyway i always dream that I, in my 20s i will be healthy and wealthy and whole and you know life will be going great and smoothly and especially in my health but you know i got hit with a mental mental illness um and that was really difficult for me you know i would find myself going in and out of hospital and that was that was really distressing time for me and you know it meant that i couldn't work for a while you know um still still can't at the moment guys I'm going to be really honest because I'm still in my recovery process so you know when things like that happen then you know it sets you back a bit and you might feel set back um and what well-being so that's what I mean by well-being there's mental well-being and there's also physical well-being as well like some people might have been set back by physical injuries and you know um it can sort of change the course of your life because it changes the way that you think and you look at the world um after you've been diagnosed with such because you know sometimes your hope can be hindered um but you know you got to keep pressing forward it sort of shifts your mind your mindset and it can leave you in a negative state of mind. But one thing that can help you out of it is like if you've got like friends and family or maybe a faith that can help you through it. But sometimes when people don't have that, they they do have, like I said, that their hope can be hindered and like they might not be as hopeful as they were once before about life and about, you know, where they're going. And they might lose their passion on their, and their dreams and, and things like that. Um, that can easily happen. Like for me, once I came out of hospital, I was at a crossroad and I thought, am I going to continue on with my YouTube channel and, you know, chasing my dreams and still, you know, going forward or should I just let it go and just leave it and just go and do something that I didn't really want to do but it gives me money so it's all right so I was at a crossroads um at that point but then I thought you know the fight the, the my passion the passion in me like was is always lit so you know I thought I can't I can't let go of what I love to do so um instead of just going back to work I created a YouTube channel where I go, I think I mentioned this in my last podcast, actually, I go to mental health events. And I remember when I was um, um, depressed and um, and this was actually in my 20s as well. Um, never thought I would be in this in the state 
um, but like I said, life happens. Um, but I would actually be roaming around YouTube and trying to find a video that I can relate to someone else. I know it doesn't help, but I was looking for someone else who was depressed and who can talk about her depression so that I can feel like I relate to, to them and they can sort of help me lift me out of my depression, if that makes any sense. Even though, you know, that may not have been the right way of going, but I needed someone to relate to all in all. Um, so I wanted to create that for people who were who who were depressed who are depressed sorry who can listen in to my youtube videos and you know watch my youtube videos and feel a sense of relatability and that they're not alone and that you know they too can come out of it just like these people are talking about coming out of it and those things happen spontaneously sometimes so yeah and it just hits you and it's like you know you were once really hopeful and really you know forward thinking and driven and then all of a sudden when you're well-being is sort of shattered then you know you go to on a different route of thinking and you, you just think oh you know there's not much hope left and things like that but you know like I said there are factors that can help you come out of that whether it's friends or family some people rely on their faith you know like I did and yeah it just helped you through really and and so it sort of rounds it up almost um because obviously I've still got to give you guys my 60 second speech that I'm going to be um showing to the BBC panel um but yeah to sort of round this up there's a time for everything and what I mean by this is that like sort of like how like picture like plants and how you know you will plant them and you know there's a time to to plant and then there's a time for harvest you know there's springtime and there's you know there's just a time for everything really um so what I mean I'm just trying to break it down because I know it's quite poetic um so there's a time to to laugh and you know to be resilient to be hopeful to be you know up and having a great life and you know showcasing the best and then there's a time where things can happen life can happen and you can go through a depressive stage or you can go through an anxious stage or my point is that it's always rotating like you you all come out of that depressive stage and you know, your attitude can last as as long as you want it to. Your attitude can either be positive or it can be negative throughout these situations. But, you know, life is a cycle, basically, is what I'm saying. In our heads, we've got it as every other 26-year-old has to be, is at a specific stage. And in a year, they'll be at this stage. And it's like we're boxing everything. And, like, you know, there's, there's literal stages to everything. But that's not always the case. You know, life isn't... Well, I like to say success isn't like a ladder, a straight ladder. It's like a zigzag. I can be at one place and another person can be at another place. So, for example, I can be um, mentally well and, you know, um, having the, the dream job that I've always wanted. But then some someone else can be going through a divorce. But it doesn't mean that I'm better or they're lesser. It's just that that's what they're going through at their the stage of their life to... And, and they'll come out of it and you know you it's like basically life is really spontaneous and you just don't know where it can lead you and and yeah you just have to go with the motion really but always just keep a positive attitude I think you can actually get rid of that notion of the call up crisis if you just realize that um life is spontaneous and get rid of the whole you know yeah there's a stage for everything um because there isn't life is just life really and you just have to you know pursue the best in life and just let let it let it flow really 
All right, guys, as I promised before, I was going to tell you a bit more about the BBC New Voices, the competition that I'm entering tomorrow. So, like I said, it's a competition. And uh, I found out about it because I was on, well, I wasn't actually on WhatsApp. I just got a WhatsApp message from my sister-in-law's friend. And she sent me a link to the BBC New Voices competition. And I opened it and I had a little read. I can't remember everything that I read, but I had a little read and I was so, so interested in it. It's, it's going to be run by a panel of judges. Um, there's going to be four well-known judges. I forgot their names. I think one of their names is Lionheart, and I think he's a poet. I'm not sure if you heard of him. So there's going to be four judges there, and I think we're going to be put into small groups where each individual person is going to be, say a 60-second story of their choice. And what it is is that they're trying to get people in radio. So if you win the competition, I think you're going to have your own radio slot or something like that a little segment where you can speak and tell your story on radio and it will just get your foot in the door really in the industry and so it's a really 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 good opportunity and I'm really excited for it um so um yeah I'm gonna go there tomorrow and hopefully it'll be a success um my story I thought to base it on what I'm currently what I currently went through and so I thought to base it on um, how I turned my obstacle into an opportunity. Um, my obstacle being my men the mental illness that I was diagnosed with and how I'm sort of changing it around and changing the narrative and, you know, striving for my dreams, even though I've had that obstacle. Similar to what I said earlier about, you know, me being at a crossroad and choosing which way to go, whether I'm going to still go with my passion and go with what I, what I really want to do or whether I'm just going to, like, settle for less. So set for less than my best anyway. So yeah, so it goes along along these sort of lines. So I start by talking about me as a young girl and all I've ever wanted to do is to be a speaker and to be a presenter and to be somewhat of a performer, um, but then getting hit with a uh, mental illness. By the by the way, guys, 60 seconds is such a short time to tell a story <laughs> because I love to talk, but we'll see how it goes. So I start off with me being a young girl, always wanting to speak, always wanting to present and perform. Um, and then me being having a mental illness that I thought would hinder my progress, um, but then me fighting through it and creating a YouTube channel where I attend mental health events and I raise awareness about mental health in the black community. And yeah, that's basically how I would turn my obstacle into an opportunity. Um, because what once was my obstacle, which was mental health, um, now I turn it into an opportunity of raising awareness and, you know, giving back, really. So that will be my story. Quite a serious one. I thought to add a little joke in there, but I'm not really a comedian. So um, I think that will do. So I'm going to actually practice it, guys. I'm going to do a quick run through of of what I'm going to say tomorrow really good time to practice now that I'm in the studio so it will go a bit like this hi I'm Marija and it's nice to meet you all today I'm going to be talking about how I turned my obstacle into an opportunity ever since I was young I've always been a creative um I've always been into speaking and presenting and performing I attended drama school as a teenager um, I came from a very working class background, 
But that never stopped me from chasing my dreams. But one thing I did think would stop me from chasing my dreams is having bipolar disorder. Now, bipolar disorder is a mental illness. That means you're manic at one stage and you're low in mood in the other stage. Um, and it was really distressing. But what I did was after I came out of hospital, because I was in and out of hospital for three years, um, after I came out of hospital, I thought instead of just going back to work as normal, I'd create a YouTube channel where I attend mental health events and I talk to people in the men in the black community about what mental health means to them and raise awareness. So that's how I turned my obstacle into an opportunity. Guys, yeah, I was really open with my story and I think I just wanted to be really transparent. And because I'm just sort of getting over it, I think it's okay for me to be transparent as that. I hope that was good. That was exactly a minute long. And that's basically what I'm going to say. Um, I have been practicing for a couple of weeks now, but not too much because I don't want it to sound too stagnant and like rehearsed. And I want it to be quite spontaneous. So, yeah, hopefully that was. And yeah, that's it really. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that and wish me luck and I hope that goes I hope it goes all well. And thank you so much for listening once again to my podcast and hopefully you can tune in again next week. So thank you guys. I've been Arija and bye.